Welcome to the Fitness to Fit Your Lifestyle podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Thomas, and I'm on a mission to help you achieve your fitness goals based around your day-to-day life without you having to sacrifice the things you enjoy most. Episode three of the Fitness to Fit Your Lifestyle podcast, and today we're going to be talking about flexible dieting. Uh, how to use it and the common misconceptions. Uh, I bang on a lot about flexible dieting and tracking your calories and macros, but I've never actually gone into explaining exactly really what it is. So in this episode, I'll try to expand on it slightly whilst giving you some tips on how to utilize it and why some people think it's a load of crap, basically. So flexible dieting is based around your overall calorie and macronutrient split, which I've briefly covered in the previous two episodes. And basically, it's a handy tool used mainly through apps such as MyFitnessPal to give you a general idea of how many calories you're consuming and your proteins, carbs and fat splits. So your macronutrients are your proteins, your carbs, your fats, your proteins for for recovery and uh, just general muscle building, uh, carbs for energy, and then your fats. Um, you do this, you can scan your foods through the app, or alternatively, if you're ho- cooking from home, you can weigh out your food and then enter it manually through the app. It's a great tool because if you go out for food or something, you can still guess. You can still, you don't have to weigh it out. If you go out for food, you can just generally search something in the app and it'll come up and you can just eyeball 150 grams of steak, blah, 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 whatever. Um, There's a similar method that people get confused to flexible dieting, which is IIFYM, or if it fits your macros. So that's where you have a specific macronutrient target and calorie target that you have to hit every day to get your results religiously. Um, A lot of people find this a bit of a stress because if you go over, you have no idea what to do. Whereas with flexible dieting, this is how it differs, is that it allows you to go over on your calories, on all your macros some days, as long as you are compensating for it in other areas. Um, So for example, if you go on a night out or a meal out, have a pizza in, one of those things, which everyone enjoys doing, of course, um, it can be budgeted for um, before or after. So you may want to lower your calories before or lower your calories after to give you the freedom. Um, a useful way of doing this is what I get some of my clients to do is to take their their macros and their calories that I've set them and to times it by seven. Obviously, by times in your calories by seven, it gives you a weekly target of what you need to hit. So then you can you can be, well, of course, flexible in the way that you you hit your targets and your your uh, calories then. The next subject I'm going to cover is your deficits and your surpluses. So. Your energy balance when tracking your calories is basically do you want to lose fat or weight through a calorie deficit or alternatively 
gain weight or muscle through a calorie surplus. So if you're going through, if you're looking to lose weight and you want to be in a calorie deficit, what I'd suggest is take your maintenance calories, find out your maintenance calories, whether it's you want to pop me a message or anything online. There's if it fits in macros.com off the top of my head, I think bodybuilding.com do one. Don't do it through my fitness pal. They they go way too high on their calories, what they set you. Um it's usually set through your daily expenditure, how often you train, how much you move outside of the gym, everything like that. You um height, it'll take it all into equations and then set you a maintenance calories. From there, from your maintenance calories, by the way, be very truthful on how you set out your um answers because it's a big factor. From your maintenance, if you want to lose fat, you then want to take your those those maintenance calories and drop it by anywhere between hundred calories and I'd say personally three hundred calories. The problem with dropping some people go way way too low, and what you'll find with that is that you won't have the energy. Um, you'll find that it'll be a quicker weight loss, but then you'll you'll get stuck. If you go in, in too big of a deficit, what you'll find is you'll get stuck. Once you plateau, there's no way of going further down. So if you if you stick to something silly like eating 800 calories a day, you'll find you'll get results. And then once you plateau, you can't go lower than that. So you'll have to start building your calories back up. Or what will happen is you'll lose motivation and you'll just completely bounce back and end up just completely losing it, thinking it's pointless. So what I suggest is just go between 100 and 300 calories, at least that way. You can lose a bit of weight and then drop the calories again. Lose a bit of weight, plateau, drop again. So there's there's more of a progression to it rather than just completely eating in a ridiculous deficit and then you get end up getting stuck like I said um, the alternative is the calorie surplus which again take your maintenance calories and up them slightly you can even eat at maintenance for the I'd suggest for the first couple of weeks get your strength up again plateau move your calories up plateau move your calories up you don't want to be just well, people say dirty bulking or just smashing food into you because, again, you'll find that you'll gain bad weight quick. And then what will happen is, again, you'll be like, oh, uh, I've smashed the calories and now I just want to, I just feel fat and I want to cut again and cut your calories back down. So rather than just making small gains and progressing and progressing, uh, by overeating on your calories and being too much for surplus you'll end up just gaining too much bad weight and then you'll just after a couple of weeks want to drop straight back down again and then what happens is you'll end up in a in a situation of a, a yo-yo diet as they say where you're just not making progress you're just flipping from one thing to the other and it just becomes something where everyone thinks that the whole training and dieting thing becomes impossible Now, this is where the fun starts. So this is where the clean food debate comes in. <laughs> uh, people will probably believe 
calorie counting is bullshit because they've been clean eating for years. They're 5% body fat, blah, 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 blah. And many people believe that flexible dieting is just eating McDonald's takeaways every day, no matter what. And as long as you're in a deficit, you'll expect to see results no matter what, which is only partly true. You can eat those things and be as long as you're in a deficit, you'll lose weight, you'll lose body fat. That is not up for discussion or debate. That is a fact. Energy balance is a science. It's calories in versus calories out. However, there is there are different levels to it. Um, people that understand how flexible dieting works and how to utilize it properly into their training and diet will eat healthy, quote unquote, healthy foods. Because they know that you will have to eat healthy, well, quote, healthy, you know, fibrous foods in some way, shape or form to shape your macros. So at the end of the day, if all you ate was just rubbish food, your macros would be all out of whack. Um, Your chances are your carbs and your fats would fly up. Your protein would probably be lower unless you had like a mixed grill every day, which is probably not going to happen. So if you go eat a Chinese, a pizza, um, the the balance of your macros will be all out. So again, it's going to be saturated fats, high fats, high carb. You're talking like 100 grams of probably both if you go all out. Um, so that's one ma- main reason why you need to compensate with healthy foods because healthy foods don't tend to be as calorie dense. So if you had a, a chicken and veg, you know, you're going to be high protein, low carb. So that'll offset. So people who know how to utilize the flexible diet and if they're having a burger in the night will, you know, know, be aware of what's to come and compensate that with some healthy food because they know that, you know, by bringing it down in the day, it'll make room for something in the night or vice versa. Um, another reason why you need to eat, quote unquote, again, he- healthy foods, good quality foods, is that they, they'll aid performance. If you're training five, six times a week and you're eating fast food or takeaways all the time, you're going to feel sluggish in the gym. You're going to be tired. You, your strength might not be there. Your focus, they'll, play, they'll definitely play a part. Healthy foods will, will keep you feeling refreshed. You feel good in yourself. So you'll be able to keep pushing yourself in the gym and going further. So th- there's definitely a case for both. You know, th- like I said, the people who know how to do and utilize flexible dieting, you will see them eat, again, quote unquote, healthy foods because of the the way that you have to, you know, fit your macros in and your performance and everything in between. So th- there's a case for both. But, but in terms of pure fat loss, energy balance and a caloric deficit is definitely what you need. I think the overall takeaway from this is that you need, this sounds a bit cheesy, but you need balance. 
Um, you need balance in your life when it comes to flexible dieting because if you know that you're not going to go out for meals and stuff, then flexible dieting is definitely for you. There are people out there who have this rigid kind of discipline in their life where, you know, give me a meal plan and I'll stick to it religiously, religiously, sorry, (laughs) religiously for the rest of my life, which is fair enough, you know, bodybuilders, professional athletes, that's a different subculture. Again, with the general population who like to go out for food, go on nights out, go to the pub, you know, this this is this is what you're looking to do to progress yourself in the gym. Um so you know, eat the salad before you go so you can afford to go to the pub with with the boys, then maybe walk off the hangover the next day rather than keep binging and get into that cycle of, you know, just constantly like getting yourself out of the rut and you can't you can't keep going uh to create that deficit. Um, you know, ladies Prosecco has a lot more calories than you think. So maybe you shouldn't stumble into the kebab shop at the end of the night out as well. And, you know, if you do, you know, even if it, because these things do add up, you got your hangover meal, you got your kebab in the night as well as the alcohol, you know, this all starts to add up. But um, don't beat yourself up about it, you know. Um, just again, like I said earlier, take your weekly calorie and macro goal times it by seven so you you have that that kind of balance and that you you're not feeling down in the dumps it's not the end of the world if you have that long term long term goal you can then you know take a step back and think oh well you know i wasn't great on the weekend so what do i do about it rather than just think like i said in episode one i think it was the fuck it diet where you've you feel like you've gone overboard and it's the end of the world. Just scale it back and look at look at the week and say, okay, I went out to the weekend, but I also, you know, got my steps up every day, Monday to Friday. I cut my carbs back because I knew I was going out on the weekend. So you need to find the calorie split uh, and planning ahead, you know, to, f- to fit your lifestyle. See how that... that- that comes back around that little plug there for the for the title of the podcast <laughs> um because at the end of the day you know consistency trumps everything so if you're consistent with your calories consistent with planning ahead for nights out you will get results so that's that's the main takeaway from this this episode <laughs> that's it for episode three of the fitness to fit your lifestyle podcast if you like this again leave a comment where you can screenshot it tag me in all the posts i really i genuinely do appreciate it 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 does help a lot as well to spread the word um follow me on instagram if you're interested in any of my programming or you know online coaching always pop me a message um, I've left this one quite short, I think. It might be only like 15 minutes this time. It might might be more, I don't know. But uh, uh, it's Wednesday today, so I've got to do my mini check-in with my clients. And I've got a crap load of work to do, so I probably shouldn't have even done this today. But I feel like, again, consistency. Same as with training. Need to do it every week. So um, any suggestions, feedback, pop me a message anytime. Send me an email. 
give me some abuse. I, I have thick skin. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you again with episode four.